From the Heart.org Radio, this is The Fellow's Corner. Hello and welcome to The Fellow's Corner at TheHeart.org. My name is Tariq Ahmad. I'm a second-year cardiology fellow at the Duke University Medical Center in Durham, North Carolina. I'm honored to have as my guest Dr. Chris O'Connor. Dr. Chris O'Connor is a true leader in cardiology. He currently serves as the director of the Duke Heart Center. He is the acting chief of the Division of Cardiology and the chief of the Division of Clinical Pharmacology at the Duke University Medical Center. He has distinguished himself as a leader in the field of heart failure since the 1990s. He previously served as a PI of the NIH Heart Failure Network and was co-PI of the recently completed Ascend Heart Failure Trial, the largest acute heart failure trial ever conducted. He has also served as a PI for a number of other key cardiovascular trials, including HF Action, Wizard, Sad Heart, Active, and RITZ-4. Dr. O'Connor has published over 400 manuscripts. He has recently been appointed editor-in-chief of the newly established Jack Heart Failure Journal. Since we are quite lucky to have someone of Dr. O'Connor's caliber on Fellows Corner, I thought I might help Fellows get a more global understanding of his career. I was curious, Dr. O'Connor, about how you viewed the world of cardiology when you were in our shoes, how you went about accomplishing what you did, how you maintained a good work-life balance while doing this, and what advice you had for fellows interested in an academic career. So my first question for you, Dr. O'Connor, is let's go back a few years to the time when you were in our position in the midst of fellowship. Can you tell us a little bit about what cardiology was like? How did you get a sense of the important questions to ask, and how did you go about answering them? Tark, thank you for having me join the Fellows Corner, and I think this is uh, an extremely important topic to talk about fellowship and training and how we can look back on one's career and how they entered into academic medicine, and I'm pleased to share my thoughts with you. When I look back at the time I was doing my fellowship, which was in the late 80s, there was just so much excitement in cardiology, as there is today, and I think The thing that was so important for me in stimulating my interest in an academic career in cardiology was the excitement of my mentors and faculty. I was one of the first fellows to train under Robert Califf in clinical research, and Dr. Joseph Greenfield was a mentor for me, and as was Galen Wagner, and all three of these played an important role in stimulating my interest in pursuing an academic career. I think the things that were very important to me during my training was, one, I asked to do my research component of my career before my clinical component. So I had served as a house officer at Duke, and then I did my research component fellowship first. And it really allowed me to get engaged in the conduct of clinical research as it was happening at Duke at that time, build a foundation that I could carry on through my clinical years. And I think it's those early experiences that allow one to feel comfortable about making a decision entering a career in academic cardiology. Dr. Connor, that was great. Thank you so much for that. Did you have a sense of what the important questions were when you were a fellow, or were you guided by your mentors more, or was it a mix of both? Well, I think it's always a mix of both. I think mentoring is very important. You want to see role models, people that you might image yourself as being or being like five, ten years down the road, and yet you want to stay extremely engaged in the 
clinical activities so you know what the questions are that are being asked, what the diagnostic and therapeutic dilemmas are with different patient populations, but also be engaged in the academic activities, the conferences, the grand rounds, the national meetings, and participating in the currency of academic medicine, which is doing investigations, writing up those observations, and publishing. Because I think once you get into the activity of the academic output, the currency, you really get a deeper understanding of the field and the questions. So, Dr. O'Connor, you've accomplished something very few people have. So how were you able to do this and still maintain a good work-life balance? And I know Dr. Califf has this great series on the heart.org when he asks important figures in cardiology about their personal life. So can you tell us a little bit about your family as well? Well, family is very important to me. I have uh, four children, and they're moving through their training and into different stages of life. But very early on, I was committed to participating in family activities, and I coached youth soccer for many years and enjoyed that participation as a coach and as a manager and as a parent for my children who've all participated in a very high level in sports, particularly in soccer and track and field. And so I think that engagement provided a balance. Exercise is an important activity that I like to participate in. And so I think combining those activities with the family is, and making time for that is very important. Dr. O'Connor, what do you think are the most important questions in heart failure today, and what should the cardiology community be doing to answer them? Well, there's so many important questions. I think that in cardiology itself, I think heart failure is one of the most important conditions to continue to understand and investigate because it carries such a high morbidity and mortality and because it's becoming more and more common as our population ages. There are several things that I think are important areas of work that need to be done. First, I think we need to have a better characterization of the phenotype. I think right now we sort of categorize heart failure into heart failure with normal ejection fraction or reduced ejection fraction, but I could foresee the phenotype of heart failure changing dramatically, and it may be based on a biomarker profile or a combination of a genetic and biomarker profile. And so I think that's one thing that will be an intense area of investigation. Second, I think we have to have a better understanding of how the comorbidities interact with heart failure and really delve into those issues. I think third, we're going to be looking at better and better ways to personalize the therapeutic approach. And again, that's looking at ways perhaps to utilize therapeutics with a more detailed phenotypic characterization of heart failure. We will also have investigations looking at novel pathways to improve myocyte function. And finally, I think strategies of disease management because of the burden of heart failure hospitalizations. That was great, Dr. O'Connor. And just finishing up, what advice do you have for fellows who are interested in a career in academic medicine? If you could go back to when you were finishing your fellowship, what would you tell yourself and then other fellows like me and others who are listening to the heart.org is what are the important things they should know when they're starting this career in academic medicine? 
I think there's several points to make here. One is to look for and obtain strong mentorship. You mm-hmm. want to be working with somebody who likes working with trainees and fellows and has a track record of mentoring. Second, get engaged. Get engaged in protecting your time for research. Get engaged in research projects of multiple types, whether they're laboratory-based or translational or clinical, but get engaged. And I would say third is don't be afraid to try and fail. That is, come up with hypotheses, investigate them, and even if the results are neutral or negative, write them up, summarize them, because it's important contribution into the literature, positive as well as negative results. But engagement at all levels, I think, is the key point. Well, Dr. Connor, thank you so much. I can personally say that I've cherished my interactions with you. They've been amongst the most important interactions I've had during my medical career. And I think that what you told the, the general fellow community is going to be extremely important. Thank you for taking your time to do this interview. I know you're very busy, but we really appreciate it. And thanks for all your advice. Thank you. You've been listening to The Fellows Corner on the heart.org radio.